Today's scripture reading comes from the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verses 14 through 16 and it reads, We must no longer be children, tossed to and fro and blown about by every wind of doctrine, by people's trickery, by their craftiness and deceitful schemes. But speaking the truth in love, we must grow up in every way into him who is the head unto Christ from whom the whole body joined and knit together by every ligament with which is equipped, as each part is working properly, promotes the body's growth and building itself up in love. The word of God for the people of God. God, we thank you. We thank you for bringing us into this place. We thank you for the word that you have placed and this time and in the season, God, we ask that it would be expanded in our minds, in our hearts, and in all that we are, Lord, that we might be able to move forward in power as you have called us to move as we become the church. In Jesus' name, amen. Coming into this week, it seemed fitting to choose a portion of scripture that discussed unity in the body of Christ. Ephesians 4 is where I landed. In our verse today, we find the Apostle Paul, uh, Apostle of Jesus Christ, writing to the church at Ephesus, uh, and he says the following, grow up. He reminds them that maturity in Christ demands that you Try the spirit by the spirit, that you not be moved by false doctrine, that you not buy into the error, but you believe solely the gospel and its true living form. He reminds us that we should let love be our guide, that, that they should speak truth in love, that you should use your gifts fully in submission of and to the Holy Spirit for the building up of the body. You see, he comes in this letter and reminds them that love is the key to communal solidarity. We find in this scripture an illustration that shows that children of the flesh walk according to the flesh, but mature Christians walk according to the spirit. You see, it's important for all of us to realize that, that Jesus came for us all, that salvation is for us all. He reminds them and he reminds us that there is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father of all. So we should find ourselves joined together as the body of Christ. This week I was looking for an illustration that is not often used to illustrate the connectivity of us as Christians. So naturally, in my pursuit, I already knew I could not use the body as my illustration, even though Pastor Elaine still has that song stuck in my head from last week, as we know the hip bone's connected to the shin bone, and the shin bone is connected to the foot bone, them dry bones, them dry bones. But I refuse to use that illustration today. That is when I read the, uh, the, the end of today's scripture in verse 16 and found that it said, For whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by every joint, supplieth 
according to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. And that is when I believe that the Lord blessed me with a fresh illustration. An illustration that we see behind us that, that is a brick wall supported by a concrete slab. And from that picture came today's title, Concrete and Mortar. Now we know that it is important to have a strong foundation and without one no edifice shall stand. We also may be aware that upon that foundation must be strong exterior walls in order for the edifice or the building to be able to survive a storm. However, what I did not realize was that the details and the materials is what causes a, a, a building to be resolute or strong or just simply weak in construction. Now, don't laugh at me. I said, don't laugh at me. But I did not realize that the layer of material between bricks wasn't concrete. I, I, for all of these years, thought that concrete was between each of those joints. But in looking at this title and doing the required research to, to preach this message, I found that concrete is not used here at all. As a matter of fact, it's this substance called mortar. And in reasoning, and the reasoning for mortar being there instead of concrete is all in the details. Mortar is a strong material just like concrete. It has cement as one of its ingredients just like concrete, but it has a subtle difference, a difference that makes it better suited for this job. Concrete is hard, it is rigid, and is able to support heavy loads. Mortar is a bit softer than concrete. It is more flexible to allow some slight movement as the storm, the wind, and the rain begin to beat on the building. And it has a bonding agent that is able to join materials of all shapes and sizes together. You see, these materials are similar in construction, but they are different in application. Concrete is strong, unwavering, and lasting. Mortar is strong enough to hold things together, but flexible enough to allow unexpected movement without total destruction taking place. You see, the building, however, whatever you are building, needs the strong support of a firm concrete foundation, as well as it needs the adhesion component of the mortar to stand. Amen. And looking at a strong wall, being from Houston, where hurricanes seem to blow in all the time, what I have been taught is that brick walls are some of the strongest walls that you can build. So brick in this illustration is what we are using, and brick in itself is very interesting. Bricks are individual pieces of material made in a similar image, but not necessarily all the same. They are uniquely different in some way, whether that be color, size, dimples. And they're, they're different in some way, whether that be the cracks, the imperfections, the chips on the corners, the holes. In some way, they are different. Y'all will get that in a minute. 
in looking at these building materials as it could relate to illustrating the body of Christ as we have read about today, I was reminded of the scripture where Jesus consolidates the commandments of the Old Testament into two. Love God with all of your heart, your mind, your soul, and all of your being, and love your neighbor as yourself. If I could break this down, we are the bricks. We are the, uh, the bricks, though the, the, the individuals that are made in the image of God, yet not necessarily all the same. We are uniquely different in some way, whether that be our color, our size, our dimples, our imperfections, or the holes in our lives. Naturally, the foundation is God's love. It is the gospel. It is the rock that Jesus builds his church upon, God's love. It is from everlasting to everlasting. It is unconditional. It is unwavering. And it is able to support our heavy loads. It in itself is immovable. God's love. The scripture in Matthew says, Come unto me, ye that all lay... Ye, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God's love, who is able to support any load that we may bring with us as we run to the throne of grace. And lastly, brotherly love. Love for one another is the mortar. It has a bonding agent that pulls us all together. It has provision for our imperfections. It allows for materials of all shapes and sizes and colors to be joined together. People of God, it is time for us to build a unified church. One who rests and, rests and is supported by the true gospel of Jesus Christ. One that rests and is supported by the love of God who redeems, who rebuilds, and who sets us free. One who rests and is supported by the unwavering, unmovable, forever living love found in God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is time for us to act as mature Christians and get over the imperfections of our brothers and our sisters and allow the mortar of brotherly love to join us as God always intended. For God said, for they will know you are mine by your love. It is time for us to stop walking after the flesh and walk as mature Christians after the spirit. It is time for us to use our gifts fully, submit it to the Holy Spirit. For the building up of the body of Christ, it is time for us to be able to speak the truth in love to, to all and in all generations. It is time for us to be the church God intended for us to be, supported by his love, joined by our love for him and for others, and securely in our positions, ready to serve and be used by him. Amen. So today... I ask you to do something very specific. I ask you to do something very deliberate and intentional as we begin to look at the, the, the church as the body of Christ. 
you are individuals. You do have particular giftings and grace. You do have your imperfections and the things that you bring with you from, from those moments and storms that you have embarked upon in your journey. But I assure you that God loves you and he intended for you to be a part of the body. So today, as we begin to sing songs at the conclusion of this sermon, I ask that we would sing with one voice. As we give our offering, I ask that we would give with one cheerful heart. As we begin to move into our days, I ask that we would leave this place joined in love in such a way that, that we have to see two, three, four, five, fifteen other individuals and let them know that they are important and that we love them and there's nothing we can that nothing that they can do about it. Today, I want you to, to deliberately purpose in your heart as you walk out into this world to stand on the foundation of God's love and to join as many as you can together in the love that he's called us to show and to give. Amen. We are the church. Amen. We have work to do. Amen. It is our job to go forth and and, and proclaim the gospel as God has given it to us that we might grow not just the village, but the church that God saw when he created us. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.